Good morning, everybody. What's happening? You know what I need right now? Hmm. My pillow under my face. <laughs> He's so bad. On the struggle bus this morning? Uh, I'm a little bit. I'm right. I'm pretty much in the back seat of the struggle bus looking for my pillow is what I'm doing. <laughs> I haven't had a lot of sleep this week and I just I like I need I need some I need some squeezy fur technology slippers on my feet. I need a cardigan on my body. I need the my I need like four my pillows some between my knees, you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, the my pillow and then I just need You know they have body pillows. They got my they got I need my pillow body pillows. I need all of them. I need the body pillows, I need the regular pillows, I need everything. I need everything my pillow in a room with me right now with quiet and darkness. <laughs> Hello darkness, my old my friend. Old friend. Right. <laughs> That's what I need. Well, I have an email from Kim Benz, like Mercedes, Kim Kim Benz. And she writes, good morning. Finally, my husband listened to me and ordered a pillow topper with your code. You both bring me laughs and common sense conversation every morning. I live in San Diego and want to move closer to my daughter and her family. She moved my four grandkids to Westfield, Indiana without my permission. (laughs) (laughs) She loves it. So I will be happy for her. Keep up the great work from Kim Benz. uh, P.S. Balls, she said. So she took advantage. Uh, there is, by the way, it's 50% off the mattress toppers right now. So now's a good time. If you want to get a mattress topper from my pillow, it's a pretty good deal for that. 50% off. Hello. That's, I mean, you might as, it's just, it's basically free. <laughs> basically. Just get it. Why are, what are you waiting on? It's a new year, new mattress topper. I feel like hello. that should be the slogan there. Just get it. Right. Don't wait. Mypillow.com slash do it today okay you guys oh my god how much first of all raise your hand if you actually watched biden do his thing yesterday a little so i'll raise it a little oh wow you did just a little just a little like and then i was like (laughs) and then that's what but i just did a little bit like just a tiny bit you know what i mean because i just yeah i can't well, it was funny yesterday morning at like 845 ish is when I go into the the studio and that's when Tony Katz is wrapping up his morning show. And so I heard him say to the producer is mock in the in the room. I want to ask her something. And so and I was in the room. So I picked I picked up. I don't know if that's the right lingo. <laughs> that's the right radio lingo. But I got <laughs> We're on such my professionals. Right. Uh huh. I got onto my microphone and the question he had for me was Biden is giving his address at 9 a.m. Are you guys going to be covering it live? And I was like, (laughs) you were like, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Of course, I'm not going to play that thing live. Now, will I have some clips after the fact to make fun of? Yes. But I mean, I'm not going to run it live and do that to our audience. Why would I right. do that? Because they would turn it off because they would do what I did, which was maybe watch a little bit. And, I'd be like, and then I was like, I have better things to do with my time. I'm going to go. And then I did. I had, I, had, I had so many other things. I had so many errands to run, you know, with the house. I had a bunch of crap to do yesterday. You yeah. know? So anyway, but yeah, it's it was because I'm I'm a little horrified by the coverage yesterday. A little horrified. And when I say a little horrified, I'm horrified by the coverage. 
It's, it was nauseating. And so right. I've got two clips of Biden uh, because I'm not that's enough. Right. Like you don't need more than that. You uh-huh. just need to get a sense of angry. Biden was out in full force yesterday. Oh, my God. Dreamy. He was talking about throats and daggers, you guys. That's the first clip we'll play. It's so early. I will defend this nation. And I will allow no one to place a dagger at the throat of democracy. Okay. Daggers and throats. We will make sure the will of the people that's heard. Who wrote that? That the ballot prevails, not violence. That authority in this nation will always be peacefully transferred. I believe the power of the presidency. And the purpose is to unite this nation. Oh, really? you're doing okay. such a bang up, bang up job of that, Grandpa. Okay, well then that is unvaccinated. Yeah, that okay. leads me to this super unifying message of his, which I accidentally started to play first. But here's how much he wants to unify. Listen unify to this, right, former president, defeated by a margin of over seven million of your votes in a full and free and fair election. Mm-hmm. There is simply zero proof the election results are inaccurate. Okay. So he ripped on Trump. And it's like, yeah, he t- ripped on him. Yeah, it became a thing about Trump, which that was also absurd to me. Like, they keep looking back. This is like, it's become the, it's become this obsession. And it's like, that's all, like, I always tell you that, um, on any given day, I'll go watch MSNBC or I'll go watch yeah. CNN just to see what they're talking about. And they constantly are talking about Trump. This is what they are. Now, I know yesterday was January 6th. I get it. But they're obsessed. Like, they're just they're obsessed with this guy. Like, and that and you know, when when people are obsessed, it shows me that they're terrified. They're terrified of him. Mm-hmm. Well, Liz Cheney now, her whole focus is going to be how do we prevent him from running again right. in a legal way? Exactly. Did you see her dad? Yeah. Her dad like was paraded out last night. Like he just paraded out last night. I used to like that guy. Remember how I used to like. I do remember. (laughs) I really, really liked Dick Cheney. And now I'm just like, what are you doing, old man? Like what? Go back into retirement and stop coming out and trying to bring back like the old the old club, you know, like the old gang. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants the old gang to come back. It's like you had your time. Go retire. You know, you don't need mm-hmm. to be coming back and like trying to support your daughter. And because nobody likes your daughter. Nobody. So nobody. This is, she's a disgrace. This is it's just it was madness yesterday. Yeah. I, well, and I it's just so toned it. up about like what the country actually cares about. Like people do not care about a riot. It, that's what it was. It was a riot. Exactly. It shouldn't have happened. It was not an insurrection. And the reason that I know that is because no one's been charged with insurrection. No one. No one. And, and for them to, and for them to compare it, like for people like Kamala Harris to compare it to Pearl Harbor or September 11th. Yeah, it's oh it's my god, utter insanity, and it's like they're trying to take, they're trying to take it and do that. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they made it a national holiday. I'm not even kidding. You like are probably tr- right. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to turn it into a national holiday, and they were just like, we have to have you know solemn remembrance of that day. Seriously, of a riot? Because what about all the riots last summer? You know, what about all the what about all the people that were killed? Are we going to have a day of remembrance for David Dorn? Are we going to do that? I don't even because think Joe Biden knows who that is. He doesn't. What there were, uh, and he's not the only one. 
There were people that were killed last summer. There were businesses that were destroyed. There were people's lives who were completely shattered. They don't care. They don't seem to care. In fact, Kamala Harris wanted to bail those people out. It's a she didn't want to. She, she facilitated did. it. <laughs> she did. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. So, I mean, this is the thing. It's like, pick a lane. I think we know what lane you're in. It's, yeah. it's, at this point, it's like they're trying to they're trying to change the narrative in a way they're taking this and they're using it for political purposes and it is gross well and it's obvious right like i think i I would hope that most people with common sense know exactly what this is truly all about they are looking for a way to take away the focus on all the utter crap that they're responsible for they've literally messed up every possible thing everything and they, wanna, they don't want people to remember that. They don't want rem- people to remember Afghanistan and the fact that 13 Marines still have not received justice. They right. don't want people to know about the high gas prices and the food prices. They don't want people to be thinking about that. They want people to be like, I hate Trump. That's it. Yeah, where's, where's the ceremony for those 13 people? Where's their ceremony? You know? I mean, I don't remember seeing all the coverage and like the, the on from MSNBC and CNN for those people. I do you because I don't remember mm-hmm. that. I don't remember the solemn remembrance for them and the ceremonies and the and the candlelight vigils. Do you? It's <laughs> well, unbelievable. You, you pointed out that Kamala, I mean, right out of the gate, was immediately comparing January sixth to Pearl Harbor and nine oh eleven. I just so- can't. Offensive on every level. And so Jen Psaki was asked about that in her presser yesterday. And the 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 just the word salad that comes out of her face is so utterly preposterous that it has to be heard to be believed. Listen. Harris, in her remarks today, compared January 6th to Pearl Harbor or 9-11. Can you elaborate on what the thinking was behind that comparison? She's faced some criticism, especially in conservative yeah. circles. For that. She's an idiot. Well, I would first say that, um, as the president also said in his remarks, uh, you know, when if we look back to some very difficult moments in our history, back in 1861, there were no Confederate flags being ra- being waved uh, in the, the Capitol. Uh, in very dark moments in our history, there were not people storming our nation's capital, uh, trying to take over the office and even threaten the Speaker of the House. Um, so uh, instead of for those who are being critics of the Vice President's remarks, I think instead of focusing on or analyzing comparisons of moments in history. I would suggest that they be a part of uh, solving the threat to democracy that occurs today, that is happening today. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So I don't what the hell, what was she talking about? That was utter nonsense. Is it I wonder if it's hard for her to defend people like that? Because, listen, I mean, I'm sure she's read a history book. She knows the difference between what happened on January 6th last year and September 11th in Pearl Harbor, right? September 11th in Pearl Harbor, as we all know, thousands of people perished. I mean, hello, right? Last year, there was one person who died, but it was at the hands of a Capitol Police officer. I'm correct on that, right? So, I mean, there's, so there is a stark difference. And if you, if you know anything about history, you understand that there is a difference. There are a lot of people out there who I know are, freaking idiots who don't know the first thing about history. I'm, I'm assuming that our vice president is one of those people now because she got up on a podium and she said those ridiculous things 
yesterday. And I'm looking at that thinking, oh my God, she is that much of an imbecile. Either that or her speechwriter is. He's probably, or she is probably like, I don't know, 20 something who wrote that speech. She didn't even like think to look over it. And then she spewed those things out of her face. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, maybe. I don't know. But either way, that was a ridiculous thing to say. And I cannot believe, like, they should be apologizing for that. The administration should be apologizing for saying that. That's how dumb it was, honestly. Well, but see, the real reason, and and this is what she said in not so many words, when she talks about, well, in those other points in history, there weren't any Confederate flags waved and there wasn't anybody threatening the Speaker of the House. The difference is, the reason that this is so important to them is because they felt afraid. They felt personally threatened for okay. a couple of hours and you can't have that, okay? So when it affects them personally, then it matters. It doesn't okay. matter when other people are impacted by violence and chaos and terrorism and whatever else. It only matters if they feel it. If okay, they feel so, like it's close to home, then it matters. So wherever the riot is, that's where it is. So if the riot happens at the Capitol where they work, that's right. when it matters. So then we have yeah. a but then we have a candlelight vigil and it matters because they're important. You're not right. important. It's it's why they get guns and they don't want you to have guns. Is that the I mean, there's no other explanation to me. No, to me, that is the, that's what she was saying. Right. And she was like, this time somebody threatened the Speaker of the House here at the Capitol. So right. obviously it's way bigger deal than 9-11 right. and Pearl exactly. Harbor. So we didn't so we didn't work yesterday. So we stopped working on actual things that mattered yesterday, which actually pissed me off. I mean, yeah. that was my reaction yesterday. I'll be completely honest with y'all because this is what I do. Yesterday, I was just sitting there thinking, can these people not get any freaking work done again? Because they're, they're taking a whole day to do all this bullshit. Seriously, they're doing candlelight vigils and all this stuff. Listen, it's one thing. If they want to take time to commemorate something, fine, take an hour and do it. But they took all day to do that yesterday. Really? And then I they're mean, not like, coming back to work until Monday at like 630 at night. Oh, my God. Like these people don't. They are useless. They are useless. <laughs> Completely. Oh, my God. Just insane. So, by the way, uh, Kamala, who is, you know, one of the people, well, the whole day, if you think about it, was one of their arguments is, oh, my God, we almost lost our democracy because there wasn't, you know, people were trying to fight against a peaceful transition of power. And they always say how crazy it is that right wingers have any doubt about the fair and free election. But like rewind to two years ago when Kamala was on with the Breakfast Club. What's that guy? Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Yeah, the God. The God. Yes, yes. Yeah. And this is what she was saying about the 2016 election. Listen to this. This matter. When you win an election, you get to set the rules. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. So. Oh Again, as a member of the Senate Intelligence Committee, I will tell you that we should believe exactly what the intelligence community has told us, which is Russia did interfere in the election of the president of the United States in 2016. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, hey, side note. Is, <laughs> is this, seriously, though, is that the only guy that she ever interviews with? Is Charlemagne the God? I feel it like, because... Yeah. Know, the, 
Think about that. That's the only guy that we ever get clips from from her interviews. It's sharp because you're well, there was one yesterday. There was a there was a chick yesterday that sat down with her for like 12 minutes and they asked her specifically. I almost pulled it and then I thought that's too much, Kamala. (laughs) But one of the one of the things they said is like your entire staff is leaving you. You know, like, what do you make of that? And her answer was to do the cackle and say it. It tells me I need to get out of D.C. more. (laughs) <laughs> Again, like she said that before. Yeah, maybe get your ass to the border, lady, because that's your yeah, job. Yeah, that'd be a good, that'd be a good start. Maybe start with that. That God. would be a great start. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Just unbelievable. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. And then, of course, there was the whole moment of silence, and then Nancy Pelosi and a whole bunch of other people got up to speak about how traumatized they still Uh, are. Like, they all still have the PTSD from this horrible event. Mm -hmm. Um, But then it actually became for real political theater because... (laughs) There was the montage of the Hamilton actors singing a very special song to commemorate the day. I'm not going to play the whole thing because that would be cruel, but I am going to let you see a little bit of the cringe because damn, you guys. Conversation. We're privileged to have a contribution from one of the great creative talents of our time. Oh. Miranda, may his beautiful words be an inspiration to us. Among the words he said and in the music, we'll make it right for you. Make it right. Okay, blah, 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 blah. God, okay. Here we go. The American experiment. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Here we go. Here's the song. <laughs> so cringe. Dear Theodosia, what to say to you? You had my eyes, you had your mother's name. When you came into the world, you cried. It broke my heart. What am I watching? What is this? (laughs) What what is this? What is happening? What is what's happening? What is it? That's enough. I feel like that's enough. But what, but what am I, what was I witnessing there? What's going on? You were witnessing uh, actors from the play uh, Hamilton. Hamilton. What were they doing? They were, they were singing. They were soothing Nancy Pelosi with their, with their voices. They were soothing I think if we, if we would have watched the whole thing at the very end, there probably was an appearance by Gal Gadot singing Imagine. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I don't know for sure. There was an interview. I saw an interview with her the other day where she like, I think she regrets that. Like she has, I think she has some remorse about that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. A little bit. 
little bit. Well, good but for I, her for having I some think, self-awareness. I think there's a little bit of self-awareness there. Yeah. But, um, but anyways, I don't understand. I honestly don't going back to, I don't know what we just, what was that? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? You know, you know, who's rolling in his grave right now is Ronald Reagan. Ronald oh my Reagan God. is like, what the hell are y'all doing? What are you doing? Well, him and all the founders are probably like, this is not what we meant, you guys. This is not at all what we meant. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys, if you missed Tucker last night. So remember? I I did. I totally did. I missed Tucker and skipped over and, like, went straight to Hannity, which, you know, I mean, Hannity's okay, but he's just, he's not my favorite, you know? (laughs) Well, remember how everybody was has been mad and rightly so at Ted Cruz for calling one, uh, yeah. January 6th domestic terrorist so, attack. So mad. Everybody's been super mad at him. And so mm-hmm. apparently uh, Tucker gave it to him big last night or not last night, but the night before he ripped him for that. And that caused Ted Cruz to immediately text Tucker and be like, please, please, please. Can I be on your show to talk about it? <laughs> And Tucker had him on, and Tucker was not having any of his bullcrap. He wow. took him to task. Thank really you for having me it. on. When you aired your episode last night, I, I sent you a text shortly thereafter and said, listen, face. I'd like to go on because uh, the way I phrased things yesterday, it, it was sloppy, and, and it was frankly dumb. And, I don't and buy that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I don't well, buy that. For, look, I've known you a long time since before you went to the Senate. You're a Supreme you're Court up. contender. You take words as seriously as any man who's ever served in the Senate. And right. every word you repeated that phrase, I do not believe that you used that accidentally. I just don't. It's, so, Tucker, as a result of my sloppy phrasing, oh, it's caused damn. a lot of people to misunderstand what I meant. Let me tell you what, what I meant to say. What I was referring to are, are the limited number of people who engaged in violent attacks against police officers. Now, I think you and I both agree that if you assault a police officer, you should go to jail. That's who I was talking about. And the reason the phrasing was sloppy is I have talked dozens, if not hundreds of times. I've drawn a distinction. I wasn't saying that the thousands of peaceful protesters supporting Donald Trump are somehow terrorists. I wasn't saying the millions of of, of patriots across the country supporting President Trump are terrorists. And that's what a lot of people have misunderstood. That I mean, it it obviously went on and on. (laughs) Then you should have said that. He should have. I mean, that's and and Tucker's right. He is very careful about his words. Usually, he should have said that. He should terrorist. The word terrorist or the word terror is just it's over. You know what? It's about as overused as the word racist now. Yeah. And And we can't be the side that does this to words. We cannot. Exactly. Precisely. And so for him to fall into that category and to be lumped in with the people who do that, it was very disappointing. Very disappointing to do that yeah so and i and and you know what instead of saying it was sloppy or inartful or whatever it was dumb whatever words he uses he should just say man i messed that up i i so messed that up and i deeply deeply regret it because that was just the dumbest thing i could have ever said i don't know why i said it and i have all the regrets about saying it yeah or just say sorry say you know what i'm sorry i said that and i and i i said it i was dumb that was a dumb freaking thing to say and you know what i don't mean it and after everything that's happened today which was yesterday after everything that's happened today i see things a little differently and i am so sorry the way that it could have come across to you guys and i'm that sucks it sucks the way that you heard that i mean it's why can't they do that why can't they do it 
I don't know. Right. Why can't they be human? I just don't understand. It's it's like a politician-y thing. They just cannot be freaking human beings. I don't get it. And maybe there was, like, I, I, I don't know what the reason was. I mean, he is so careful about his words. He had to have thought in advance there was some political reason that he did it. I don't know who on the Democrat side he was trying to appease, who he made a deal with. I don't know, because it's just it's so mind blowing that that is something that he would say. Yeah, but again, I, again, though, quit making those deals like Pete, that's well, yeah. saying. everybody needs to stop. If, if you are a, you're a person that runs for office, that gets in for your constituents to represent your people. Stop mm-hmm. doing that crap. Like, quit making those deals. That's why we don't like these people. We've known people that have gotten into office and they they start out as great people. They're great people. And we're like, yeah, they made it. They're in office. They're great. Then they get in there and they become royal dicks. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> you know, am I wrong? Am I wrong? You're not wrong. You are it's not like, wrong this is the thing so just stop doing that just remain true to yourself and remain true to your constituents if it was a mistake he should be like man i made the biggest mistake ever and that he was like it was sloppy i didn't say it exactly right just freaking apologize right that's That's what that's what we're trying to say that's exactly what we're trying to say when you make a mistake you say hey i'm sorry i'm sorry you know that's what you do with your friends I mean, we do, we've done that. Mock and I, like, we've gotten in tips over the years where it's usually me because I'm, <laughs> like, usually the one who screws things up. And then I'll have to say, I'll have to say, I was a total That's big news. We are both awful. I'm like, sorry I was such a bitch. I'm really sorry. But you have to say sorry, right? I mean, this is the thing. In order for somebody to forgive you, you have to say sorry. You can't just say, well, I mean, I was sloppy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Just own it. Just own it a little bit more. That's That's all we're trying to say. I do have a palate cleanser. But first of all, this message from Susan Clark, uh, this is from mid-November that she sent this email and she said, I enrolled in Acre Gold today, watching inflation going out of control and our leaders wanting to get their hands on our checking and savings account. Gold looks like an excellent option and it's a great way to have an inheritance I can pass on to my kids and grandkids, which is a great point. Excellent gifts. She says, got me some my pillow, some Omaha steaks, some gold. Now I need to check out GenuCell and I'll be all set. Thank you, Chicks. Chicks, I start my day with the Chicks and always have a great day. Keep up the fight. Keep us informed. And let's have some tiny hand fun. <laughs> yes, tiny hand. And that's, that's what's so awesome about Acre Gold is that it's a subscription plan where you can just contribute like 50 bucks a month or whatever until you earn whatever the value is of that amount of gold. And then once you earn, once you hit that with your 50 bucks a month or, or whatever, then they send you the actual physical gold that you keep and have and hold and pass on. In the case of Susan, Susan wants and to hold, pass it on hold and it, you hold yeah. it. And you can like rub it on your face if you want. I know that's what Daisy does. I do. When we get off of here, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to rub it on my face. (laughs) And I'm going to go, ah, gold. And then I'm going to put, and I'm going to caress it and love it. Right. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you do. So you guys, if you're interested in getting in on a subscription type of plan, which is unique, and I think it's super awesome. It's what drew us to Acre Gold. Just go to getacregold.com slash and start investing right now. It's a great supplement to whatever else you've got going on in your little financial portfolio. It's just something else to consider. I think it's super cool. Uh, Okay. Now I think (laughs) 
Of course, this is Governor Ron DeSantis, of course. And this was, I believe, before all of the hullabaloo, right? This is all before the ceremony, the, the Biden bullcrap, all of it. And he was talking about what he believed was going to happen in the day and how ridiculous it was all going to be. And I had to look this up, but he said it was going to be a... Uh, Charlie Foxtrot. And I was like, I don't know what that is. So I look it up and it's like military lingo. It's like a cluster, you know, cluster. In in German, that's called a Klusterfuken. Yes, that's what it is. And so that's what that's that's some of what he said yesterday was going to be all about. And of course, he's absolutely right. Watch. If this is what you said it was, why are you not charging people? So I think it's going to end up being just a politicized Charlie Foxtrot today. Um, I don't expect anything good to come out of anything that Pelosi and the gang are doing. I don't expect anything from the, the corporate press to be enlightening. Um, I think it's going to be nauseating, quite frankly, um, and I'm not going to do it. But I do think that if you have this January 6th committee, why do we not know some of the people who we know were really involved in, in orchestrating this? They got pulled off the most wanted list. Christopher Ray was asked at the um, under oath what FBI was involved in that, and he would not answer the question. And so I think that this is something that, that has really been used uh, for political narrative and posturing purposes. I don't think it's been effective. You know, people here in, in Florida, they care about inflation and they care about yes. gas prices. People and all over the country. And, and crime and all the key issues that are so important. Uh-huh. And that's, that's what they talked to me about. Uh, but there is an obsession with this amongst the D.C., New York uh, uh, journalist class. And again, I think it's because it allows them to spin a narrative um, that, that they want to spin. Right. I and then <laughs> and then listen, when Mock found out that Charlie Foxtrot was a military term, she immediately <laughs> went and found a picture of DeSantis like in his 20s in a military uniform. I love that photo. She you know how it. much I love it. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, now. I well, you know what? I'm not going to do this to people. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. I was going to play. Well, I was going to after that, I was going to play you Jen Psaki talking about uh, DeSantis (laughs) and and she's very mean and she lies about him outright. She just flat lies about him and says that he has never encouraged vaccines, which is so unbelievably ridiculous. It's just garbage because he was the one that actually bypassed the original CDC guidelines to make sure that the most needed, the, the, the elderly and the immunocompromised people in his state got access to the vaccines first. And yeah. so she is a big fat liar. And I don't, I'm not going to make you guys watch it. because I'm, I'm wondering, mean. has anybody asked Jen about the, I, I, I'm sure that they have, maybe Peter Ducey has, I haven't seen him in a while. Um, at least well, because they reduced the press pool to only 14 people okay, because so of COVID. He, and you know, they're not going to let him in. I was going to say, because he's just not been in there to ask the, the questions like, you know, why is it that Florida gets less monoclonal antibody treatment right. than than New York? And New York is obviously they have more people. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm sorry. Florida has more people. Florida has more people than New York. That's what I meant to say. So, I mean, I so I'm trying to understand, like, why would it? Is it because of the fact that Florida um, is run by a a Republican governor? Like, would that be part of it? Hmm. You know, because I mean, why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be equitable? 
or at least yeah. equitable because it's a, it's I think of something like 12,000 versus 22,000. I'm probably off a little bit on the numbers, give or take, but it, it was a lot. It was a lot more for New York than it was for Florida. And I thought, well, that's weird. I mean, why would they do that? Right. Why would well, he railing against it? Absolutely right. railing against it. Well, he has, but I mean, there's, he's not, they're not doing anything to remedy it. And meanwhile, there are people there who want it. And there, and frankly, there are a lot of people who, this is what DeSantis has said, that were like, they're coming from other states saying, wait a second, they're asking him and they're talking to him from other states saying, we didn't even know about it. We didn't even know that was a thing because the CDC and the government and, you know, just nobody has talked to them and said, hey, this is a thing. You can actually do this in, instead of or in addition to or when you get it, this is something you can do to treat yourself. It's like if people aren't educated about this stuff, how do they even know? Because right. this is not something that they push. They just constantly push the vaccine. So it almost makes it seem like there's some deal that they have with Pfizer. It almost seems like that. <laughs> it does. It just... <laughs> It's very peculiar. So it's so weird. weird. Very <laughs> weird. <laughs> you guys, uh, Monday night, I am going to the championship football game, the Georgia-Alabama game. And because I am doing that, I will be getting home at like 2 a.m. and I will be drunk. So <laughs> I'm not going to be working at the radio station on Tuesday. So we're going to sleep in a little bit that day on we're Tuesday yeah, we're still having a thing Tuesday morning. Right. But, but it's going to be 9.15 Eastern. Eastern. 8.15 Central. 8.15 Central. And we have some news that day. There's going to be some chicks on the right news happening we that day. some news that we're going to tell you about that day. It's going to be a big show. We have a big show planned for you on Tuesday. So you do not want to miss Tuesday's show. 8.15 Central, 9.15 Eastern. We'll remind you again <clears throat> on Monday. Yeah, because Monday um, will be normal. Monday's totally normal. Right. Monday's a normal show, but Tuesday is a big show, a little bit later. So I know everybody's like back at work and stuff like that, but you know, maybe you could like. I'll put up an Ashley of, Judd uh, photo to remind everybody. Of course, of course you will. It'll be very <laughs> flattering. Too. A very, very flattering photo. It'll be the of best Ashley photo Judd. of her you've ever seen, without a doubt. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> totally. So you guys, so just uh just kind of put the mark your calendars on Tuesday because mm -hmm. it's a really, really big show. It's going to be a good show. <laughs> you guys, anyway, you guys, I'm late. <laughs> All right. Bring it in. Everybody bring it in. <laughs> um, hope you guys have a great, great weekend. Let's have a great weekend. Everyone will talk to you on Monday, same time, same trip channel. Bye, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast.